Welcome to Grow Up. Insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. Are we going to wear these headphones the entire time or just... No, I don't care. You, I always have headphones oh, on here, okay. but... Headphones, you do whatever you want. It's the Grow Up Podcast. Welcome. My name is Jason Parkinson. And I'm Mark Hemmer. And uh, today we're talking about virtual tours. That's something that's kind of uh, fun. Oh, absolutely. It's, I, a, it's really kind of become a craze. They're fun to make. They're fun to view. Um, and they're fun for businesses because I think there's a lot of value and, and benefit to doing a virtual tour. Yeah, there really is. Uh, I mean, they allow people to come from really wherever they are and visit your location. And obviously, visit is in quotation marks. I mean, this is virtual, but it gives them a pretty, uh, you know, equivalent experience to being there. Yeah. And I think most people are using them in marketing. And we're definitely going to talk about that um, during the episode today. But we're also going to talk about some other ways maybe you haven't thought about using virtual tours in your organization for things like employee recruitment, safety, training, some of those uh, different areas, too. So we'll get into that in just a minute. But first, I'm going to turn things over to Christy Sparling. Pardon the disruption here. She's going to be talking a little bit about touchscreen kiosks today. Christy. Thanks, Jason. Let's take a minute to talk about touchscreen kiosks. Walking up to a cashier to pay for your items was a given not long ago. Now, touchscreen kiosks have taken cashiers out of the equation in many industries. Walmart, Target, and even local grocery stores have added self-checkout options. Now, fast food restaurants are experimenting with kiosks for ordering food in place of walking up to the register. With Amazon trying out pilot brick-and-mortar stores with a checkout-free experience, it's just a matter of time before that concept is widespread. The convenience and cost-saving effects of kiosks has changed how customers pay for goods and has replaced human cashiers in the checkout lane. Pardon the disruption. Thanks, Christy. So touchscreen kiosks, Mark, I tell you what, that's something where you could actually take a virtual tour and you could deliver that type of a thing through a touchscreen kiosk. That's a great point. So, I mean, just, uh, you know, another way that they're disrupting more than just, you know, one specific industry also in even in the virtual tour space too can yeah, be used. Absolutely. So, virtual tours, we're talking about not just in the marketing sense but in other ways as well, but I think first before we get to that, we should touch on virtual tours in the marketing space. Uh, cuz that's the primary way that I think most people understand kind of the use case of a virtual tour, right? Yeah, in most cases when you hear virtual tour, you're thinking about something like uh, you know, going on vacation, like maybe uh a hotel brand, a travel agency, they're going to use a virtual tour to kind of show off uh, a remote place that you wouldn't necessarily be able to go visit yourself. Sure. But they're going to want to show you this is the resort that you'll stay in. Here's a site you might want to check out. All this is intended to entice you into making that high dollar purchase to go visit this place for real. Now, if you think back to like how virtual tours first came about, I can remember this thing called QuickTime VR. And it was like where you could snap a series of pictures and then you would like link them together and be able to navigate and look around in your in your browser up and down. Down and all around. And that's still a capability now. But now when you start introducing things like Google Cardboard, which are basically these, um, you know, kind of disposable VR viewers that companies are using to distribute at trade shows and in magazines and different places. That sounds very affordable. It, they are affordable, more affordable than a full blown VR headset. Sure. Um, but, you know, now you're talking about delivering this not just through an experience that you can see on a screen like a browser window, but also about 
about fully immersing people into a tour of your specific business or your organization. And even like the college space is a good space to look at here. Hmm. If you look at how colleges have kind of gotten into virtual tours and we help some colleges with virtual tours. That's true. Um, but if you look at how they deliver that through their website, now colleges and universities can actually, you know, put kids on their on their um you know their campus to be able to physically walk around in in a VR headset environment at potentially like a, a college recruitment fair. That's a great point. And if you were a prospective student, you would feel a lot more comfortable maybe committing to or committing to a physical trip if you've seen the campus and and liked what you saw. It's a lot different than receiving a brochure and just having this very flat, uninspired look at what the campus might be like. Sure. And a lot of parents are not going to shell out money to ship their kids around the country to try out different campuses. (laughs) So if you're looking for kind of that large pool of applicants, you're going to want to give them some better way to experience what it is that you have to offer. Yeah. The other thing that's interesting, this stat here that that you found, 75% of the Forbes world's most valuable brands have created some form of VR or augmented reality experience for customers or employees, or um, they're developing these technologies right now. So this study was conducted back in October of 2015. So you're talking now, here we are three years later, you know, I'm sure that's way more uh, brands are doing that. Yeah. When I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, that it's somewhat of a craze like there are companies of of all types trying to get into building these experiences right now so if you're a company that hasn't started exploring this it's likely that everybody else around you is and it's a really good idea to kind of get in on the ground floor while there's still time so let's just throw some hypothetical examples out there of, you know, different types of businesses where a virtual tour in the marketing sense could be beneficial. I think about a retail store. OK, maybe you're wanting to recreate that vibe online of the shopping experience that you have in your store. There's a lot of small boutique retail stores that are, you know, Amazon is not pummeling because it's not about the price point. It's more right. about the experience in the store. But for those stores that want to do e-commerce and they want to put their products online, you become a head to head competitor with a big giant like an Amazon. And so how can you, you know, create some type of an experience through your website, potentially of putting that shopper in your store, able to navigate around your store, see the products that you have to offer, click on them and be able to buy them in that in that model. That certainly shows off your brand more effectively, too. It does. Than a, than a website likely could. Yeah, we've touched on kind of campus visits. Mm-hmm. Uh, real estate, obviously, oh, is, yeah. a, is a huge you area. See that. In fact, that's where I I think most most people who have interacted with the virtual tour have probably done so through something like Zillow or one of these real estate platforms where those are embedded and you sure. can walk around a property. This is a this is kind of a dumb anecdote, but I'm a big uh, gym guy, and so I would love a virtual tour of a gym before sure. I'm signing up. I you know usually am shopping around. I've moved quite a few times over the past couple of years. And when I first get to a new city or town, I'm looking for, okay, where am I going to get exercise? And I have lots of, you know, logistic concerns, like how many squat racks are there? Like, are they going to be busy? Right. What's the ratio of cardio machines to free weights? Those kind of things. And 
you can do virtual tours and give people these answers without them having to make the choice. Hey, do I do I take my afternoon to come in and check this place out, or should I just forget it and go to the first place I see? Right. Think about um, like banquet venues, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people when they're shopping, you recently got married, Mark. You know, you're yeah. looking around mm-hmm. at different venues. You have to go visit a bunch of places, take tours, see what things are like. Like you could really narrow down your search if you could do all of that online without ever leaving your living room. Yeah, and people, I mean. Shoppers get weary. Like if you're asking people to make a lot of trips or even stop into a lot of different stores to figure out what their preference is going to be, eventually they're just going to give up or they're going to settle on whatever it is they saw most recently or whatever they were able to fit within that Saturday afternoon, let's say. So if you're giving people a convenient opportunity to get in, see what you have to offer in in a virtual way instead... That gives you the ability to show off what you have, and it gives them the ability to see more places from the comfort of their own home and make a more informed decision. And you know what? There's a couple of companies that we've worked with in the past. Uh, one of them's a great big um, manufacturer of these tur- turbines hmm. um, out in California. And one of the things that they told me after they gave me a factory tour there is they said, Jason, when we can get somebody to come tour our facility, they will almost always buy the product from us because they get to see the the, um, you know, extreme cleanliness that we have here. It doesn't feel like a manufacturing operation. They get to meet the people. All of these, um, you know, these incredible union laborers are friendly. And, um, you know, we spend a lot of time with our people so that they know when somebody's on a tour, they get greeted by everybody. And it's this experience that how can you recreate that for somebody who doesn't have the dollars to fly all the way across the country to come see your facility or where you don't want to invest the money to fly a prospect in to see your facility. So from a marketing standpoint, lots of uses for virtual tourism. We could probably talk about that till we're blue in the face, but there's there's also um, ways that you can use the tour for more than just marketing. And so I kind of want to spend some time talking about that today. Um, If you look at the reuse for creating one of these tours, so if you're going to invest the money in creating a virtual tour, it takes that, you know, cleaning up your place. You've got to bring in a camera crew to shoot that thing. You've got to then, um, you know, have the company that's building it for you, stitch all everything together. You go through this process of picking out different features you want to highlight. And all in all, you get this done. And you're like, great. I got this awesome marketing piece. But a lot of people haven't thought about how do I take that same tour and just tweak a little bit of information in it and turn it into a hiring piece? Yeah. I mean, that's a big, it's really a, a nice way to show off your culture. Absolutely. You can show off your facility and kind of highlight some of the areas that make your business different and make it a fun place to work. So maybe that's a snack bar. Maybe that's exactly, you know, your amount of meeting space. Maybe if I'm looking into a new company, I want to know what's the floor plan like? Yeah. Do I have any privacy? Is it all an open office? Sure. These are the kind of questions that, again, are more effectively answered in a virtual tour setting than they would be in some kind of blurb on a site. Yeah. And if you think about like I think about recruitment sites all the time where they've got a careers page or whatever, where it's the the goal is employee recruitment into an organization. Right. They've got the bullet points of what you know, what we offer. Right. Here's our benefits. You've got things like health care and you've got things like, you know, paid time off and like all of these different benefits. But being able to actually say and here's where you'll work. Right. And Mm -hmm. click into it. And it's the same tour maybe you created for a marketing experience. But now instead of like showcasing this is how 
how the machine is built and why you should choose us, you start calling out things like, here's our pool table. And, you know, this is where you can park your bike when you come, you know, during the during the day, like all of those little things that are more like you called out the snack bar. Like it's basically just adding a a separate digital layer on top of the tour that you turn on when you're showing it for somebody who's an employee or turn it off and turn on maybe the customer facing one when you're using it as a marketing piece. Yeah, that's an attractive recruiting tool for sure. And I think in this day and age where companies are looking for that millennial employee and looking for the thing that can differentiate them in terms of the recruitment, what's going to make my company stand out more than the other company down the street that this person could go work at? A virtual tour could potentially do that. Yeah, a virtual tour also kind of shows off a cool capability of your company. The fact that your company went out forward thought thinking, about that. Yeah. yeah, you're forward thinking, you're you're kind of tech forward. You're a company that's clearly, you know, on the ball if you have something like that to offer. I agree. And then beyond that, so employee recruitment, marketing, that's fine. Think about this from a safety perspective. And part of the reason we always look at this is, you know, when you're looking at a a virtual tour, it's an investment to make. It's not outrageous, like you can get it done a Affordably, but if you can split that investment up between marketing, between HR for recruitment, and then between you know safety or training, like that can be huge. That's a lot of return on investment. And if you talk about it from a safety standpoint, think about fire drills in an organization, right? We work with some great big companies. We work with some very small companies. Like if you had some training in place of you know maybe every quarter, an employee is required to go walk through the virtual tour and navigate from their desk to the exit, hmm. so that they can very easily know this is exactly the path. I'm supposed to take to, you know, to exit the building in the event of a fire and then be able to plug in their contact info um, at the end of that, you know, when they complete that training so that then you as an organization now have a record that this person has completed that training. Even when um, when I used to work in in the radio industry, we would have safety trainings every other month on how to operate safely the, you know, the station van that has this big tower, this mast that gets raised and how you have have to make sure it's not going to tip over and if it's a windy day and if you've got you know certain places you can park like you can essentially do some of that training by building the tour inside of the van that walks you through the different here's the safety light that you need to watch for and here's the you know how you need to, to look at the, the measurement of the the height of the mass and where what you're parking under like all that stuff could be done virtually and eliminate a lot of the headache of scheduling everybody you know, for trainings like that. Oh, for sure. And and imagine how how convenient that is to go back and reference if you're an employee. So if you've ever read, you know, it, it's the difference between an IKEA manual or a video that's showing you directly here is where you, you know, sure. here's where you need to go. If you can take that tour and then actually pull up information that you need in real time, that's a lot more that's a lot more informational than than some kind of manual would be. Right. There's, in fact, we were talking with a, a fairly large um, electric car manufacturer for a while about uh, training employees on how to use a forklift. Now, there are a lot of options out there off the shelf platforms for like AR and VR training, and we could probably have a whole episode about that here. Uh, so I won't spend a ton of time on it. But if you think about training somebody in in a warehouse environment or in a factory floor environment and being able to really have them walk through that experience before they're ever placed in the factory floor to actually do the work like you're talking about major um, you know safety increases there because that employee is already going to feel comfortable with their surroundings of where they're at when you actually place them into that into that real environment yeah that's a great point 
So bottom line, what's the 10 second takeaway on virtual tours, Mark? The 10 second takeaway is that virtual tours are a fantastic way to reach potential customers that can't visit your location in person. And that marketing use case just scratches the surface of what this technology can do. So if you want to get into virtual tours, lots of options. We'll put some links in the show notes of the episode as well. And um, yeah, if you want to have a conversation about it, by all means, Mark and I would love to to talk through that with you um, as well. Coming up next week, we've got a, a pretty fantastic episode that we're planning. Uh, going to be talking about some easy ways to integrate video into your marketing. Going to have a special guest, uh, Keith Brown from Forward Motion Production, is going to be in as well to talk through that with us. So looking forward to having Keith in, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it. So thank you so much for listening. It's the Grow Up Podcast. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a one fire production.